And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. Well, I think it's the right decision. You can't have it both ways. Brought to you by Aaron Weitzman and Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Ryan Doyle, Gord Martineau with you here on The Live Drive. Christy Blatchford of the National Post joins us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's uh, start off with these two officers, or three officers that we've been talking about, but two of them uh, convicted of assaulting a man who touched a female officer's breasts at a police Christmas party. They've been demoted for discreditable conduct. Uh, The other judgment will come, I guess, in the next little while, but they will lose pay. They will lose rank. Is that enough in a case like this where a man got violently kicked in the face? A 62-year-old man. Yeah. And these are young officers, so presumably considerably bigger uh, than he is, sir. So, no, um, I tend to agree with your callers and with you. Uh, It's particularly true, I think, in our age, because all over the continent, really, people are losing confidence, sometimes reasonably, sometimes unreasonably, in police. Um, And it is is behavior like this. Uh, One of your last callers said it right. uh, Two guys behaving like thugs at a party. Um, that that causes this. I mean, they're they're physically violent to this guy. They, you know, they were picking on a two or three to one uh, basis. I mean, they behaved awfully. They've been criminally convicted, though. I gather they didn't. They got suspended sentences, I think, and probation, mm-hmm. like a community service. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they should be able to keep their jobs. No, I agree with you. Vigilantes. Well, I don't know that I'd go that far, but in a modern era... Well, they where decided to mete out justice as they saw it. They were... I mean, it's a party. I'm guessing probably everybody had something to drink. Um, I'm not justifying it. I think they should lose their jobs. And the reason is as much their own behavior as the message that must go out to people so that all of us great unwashed civilians don't continue to lose confidence that police officers who behave badly are not going to pay the price. Is there a problem, we talked about this in the first hour as well, with the system itself that just doesn't take that that hard bite to say, listen, we're going to make examples here and say no. that this isn't appropriate? No, you can't generalize like that. I mean, I've covered cases. Uh, there was uh, the late, uh, I think he was a constable, Ken Dean, who was convicted in the uh, shooting of uh, Dudley George in Ipperwash Provincial Park, who you know, lost everything, really. Uh, ultimately, he was in, killed in, a, in an accident. Um, we're waiting the sentencing next week for James Fursillo, who it sure looks like uh, is going to go to jail for some time, yeah, even, you know. So, no, you, you can't say the system doesn't work. The system works the way the system works, and that's imperfectly, slowly, bureaucratically, frustratingly sometimes, but it works. It just works, you know, it you can't expect the system to give you personally the justice you want. Let's talk about another system in this country that you're familiar with that you've covered for quite some time. Uh, the man who was facing two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of Sarah Bali and her five-year-old daughter, Talia. Uh, you know, just a heartbreaking story. This one from Calgary, of course. The 34-year-old waitress found dead in her home uh, just a couple of weeks ago, July 11th. The Amber Alert issued for the little girl who was also found dead. Apparently, parole board documents say uh, that he did have some sort of history and he was granted full parole back in 2010. Is there ever 
any accountability when it comes to parole boards that make decisions that go horribly wrong, like perhaps this one did? Well, I don't, I don't know that you can make that link. That was six years ago. Uh, you know, his criminal record was not a record for violence, except in so far as <clears throat> it appears he was involved uh, sporadically in prostitution-related kinds of crimes, uh, which I suppose are, you know, somewhat um, inherently violent, but he had no record of, you know, assaults and that sort of thing. I mean, what would you do with the parole board members? Shame them and say they're bad, bad, bad? I mean, sometimes they've blown it. In the past, I've certainly covered cases where people with long criminal records uh, have been given full parole and gone on to commit other offenses. Absolutely. I'm going to speculate that if this guy was going to commit a crime of a heinous nature, he probably would have done it uh, within a short period of being released. So, you know, this was six years after his his parole was granted. Yeah, and he didn't have the long kind of sheet that gets you to, be, uh -huh. to, to stay behind bars forever. You can't keep people in jail forever on the sole grounds that you're afraid they might one day do something bad again. I'm going to end on a, a bit of a fun one this afternoon. Mm. I could probably have done the entire show just reading stories about the new Pokemon Go app because, <laughs> Christy, they're everywhere. If you just go online and search Pokemon Go on Google News, you'll probably have a, a just a field day reading of all the stupid activities uh, that people have got into playing this app since it launched in Canada yesterday. Uh, are you playing it? And what do you think of this phenomenon? People walking around trying to get these little Pokemons on their screens and on their phones as they walk through the city. I haven't played it yet. It sounds fun. Um, but you can't wait to play it, can you? Oh, I can wait quite nicely. Thank you. Um, a friend of mine in the West End said there were 40 people in her local dog park last night mm -hmm. all playing the game, walking they get their, into trees. Where do they get their invoices from the telecoms? Yeah, well, whatever. No, yep. I mean, it's harmless. It's completely benign. So, And, you know, there booth. was the story we had yesterday about the man and his wife and their kids out doing this activity please. together. At yeah, least please. it's a family thing, oh, you know? Oh, please. I mean, that is the lamest excuse. It's just a stupid game. Go play it. Fine. But don't justify it on family values. Uh, Gordon and I tried to play it yesterday in yeah. the studio, and we only could catch a couple of them. So it was a little frustrating for the So it, it required some skill. It, <laughs> skills that we Apparently, do not have. Yes. I won't have it either, be assured. Yeah. You've also got a BC mom who was devastated to learn her son's memorial site was used as a Pokemon I stop. I know Sick Kids Hospital said, listen, don't put any of your little Pokemons around here. The Museum of the Humanities with its Holocaust Remembrance areas. Yeah. Was, you know, called a gym. I think we're going to have to have a little little taste and a little decorum when it comes to this. That's well, that, that would be a refreshing change for mm -hmm. anything associated with games and the web or society or, or the world yeah. yeah christy thank you so Excellent. much christy blatchford of the national post joins us each and every day and of course has been brought to you by aaron waxman and associates when your long-term disability claim has been denied email a waxman at a waxman law dot ca